0: everyone, it's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show, and that's exactly what Nancy and I did with Fabrizia's spirits and cookies, delicious cookies. We're going to get a taste of Italy today. We're going to talk about a family-owned spirits company, and they specialize in limoncello products, and uh, this includes canned cocktails, and this is, we got them over Memorial Weekend. So you know what we did in the sunshine, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. In the backyard with dogs and flowers and birds, Um, that's kind of what we did. And anyway, go to FabriziaSpirits.com. We're very excited to have Bill Mastriani joining us. Uh, He started the company with his brother, Nick. So, Bill, how are you?
1: Doing doing great, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me on today.
0: Hey, this is awesome. So you're actually in your production facility. I was watching a video that you guys have on it. So, this is like it's it's interesting to hear from like a family business that started into a, from a garage, right?
1: Yeah, my parents' garage, really? peeling lemons. Yeah,
0: peeling lemons. Okay, where did the lemon idea come from?
1: I, so honestly, I was making some homemade limoncello with uh you know as a hobby while I was living in my parents' basement. Um, and my Uncle Joe was over, and he said, hey, you should make this Limoncello. It's great. And I said, Uncle Joe, that would never work, but I thought a little bit more about it. Went back to sleep in my parents' basement that night, and I got obsessed about the idea of making an all-natural small batch Limoncello right here in America, and I'd all started, so the lemon idea really started with Limoncello, and then, as you know, you know, we have our lemon bakery. We have lemon vodka sodas. We have all these different things that we incorporate lemons and other citruses in they all really start with the idea of making limoncello.
0: So it's limoncello not lemoncello as many of us mispronounce including myself. Well
1: we don't I'm not Italian. Yeah, <laughs> we don't try to be snobby about it but yes limoncello is the correct way to okay. say.
0: Okay. Well I like this because I already had a lesson in pronouncing your last name I got limoncello down so we are getting a taste of Italy and hey, pronouncing go. things correctly but I, I want to say this about your products um, the canned cocktails, the margaritas, all of them, uh, the sodas, they are really sophisticated. And I mean that where a lot of times you get these kind of drinks or even um if, you know when, when you get a margarita that has been made from the bodily thing that you don't, that that bottle of stuff sometimes, and it gets you in the back of your throat and it's oversweet and almost too acidic. and yes. so. I was very curious about your products. Yeah, and it's so it doesn't, and it perfumey. And a lot of times lemon products be, get that weird soapy perfumey taste and and you guys don't have that. So how how did you do that? Oh, you gotta well, come well, back. Well, honestly, oh, yeah. sorry, I had
1: to unmute because uh, there's a compressor going off here. Um, but the um, <laughs> easiest way to do that is by not overthinking it. We at Fabrizio we use, only natural ingredients, whole ingredients in all of our products. Our vodka sodas and our Italian lemonade, which I'm standing next to a, a couple pallets of, of them right here. Bring um, them,
0: that, bring yep. them over.
1: <laughs> bring <laughs> them. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they they we use real lemon juice. We and in the case of the margarita, we use real tequila, real lemon juice, um, real sugar, um, and that's that's all that goes into it. And then our limoncello, of course. So. If you want it to not seem artificial, if you want it to seem not to have that, you know, weird, sweet taste, then just don't put junk into it. And that's sort of the basis of everything we do at Fabrizia. You know, so if we make um, our blood orange vodka soda, we use real blood orange. Oh, we don't blood I love orange, that. We don't use Ooh. blood Ooh. orange natural flavors that, are, in my opinion, I don't understand what's natural about them if they didn't come from a blood orange. Um, mm. they, I don't think they usually do. So we just use real blood orange juice. And that makes a big difference as to why our blood orange, vodka soda might taste different than a blood orange flavored, I don't know, other peppers that you find out there mm-hmm. that
0: doesn't use blood oranges. Yeah, the blood orange, I love that. That was one of my favorites. And the cookies, oh my gosh, here comes these giant cookies. And listen, we travel full time. So I'm just going to say the cookies were breakfast for us one day. And I'm um, walking, they were delicious.
1: I'm walking us down to the bakery while... Uh, you're saying that. Hold on a second. Man. Here we got our filling and lemon candy that Mariah has been packing out. And uh, yeah, so all of our bakery items are made right here um, in those two ovens. That's uh, Nancy rolling away. Uh, truffle balls over there. Um, and so everything wow. is back to me. Yep. Everything is um, made here um, in house and um, you know, has a hefty dose of. Limoncello and or lemon juice mm. and everything. And that's what makes it 100% Fabrizia, for, for, for sure.
0: Well, the one thing I said is it's a taste of Italy, right? And so the real thing is that the lemons are coming from Italy, right? If You have your own grove now. Is that right?
1: Uh, yeah, correct. Oh, yeah. So what we did was about six years ago, we went over to Sicily. We realized, well, what is the one thing that we could do better um, as a company, as a Limoncello company? And so we said, you know what, we're making it the old-fashioned way. We're making it uh, by hand, small batch, all natural. However, you know, I wish we could be using the Italian fruit because it is a little bit cut above the California fruit, only in regards to the, uh, the specific sort of uh, type and uh, specimen of the, of the lemon that's grown is a little bit more oily. And the oils have a little bit more of a pepperiness to them that Mm -hmm. translates to more of a sophisticated limoncello taste. And in any case, we went over there. We met with the Sorrento growers, the Amalfi growers, the Calabrian growers, settled that the Sicilians would be the best for us to work with. And we bring in three or four containers a year now of lemons from Sicily that um, we use for all of our limoncello and we juice that juice and use that juice in our canned cocktails. It makes a really big difference.
0: Wow, and so the one thing I was watching that you were talking about how you take the zest from the lemons um, and you use that as like a pure product, Like that is like a huge deal. And it seems like that's that's part of that little spike to it is is that you're using the zest, right? Not just the juice. So everything's getting used.
1: Oh, yeah, everything's getting used. We use the zest that goes into the limoncello, the juice goes into the cocktails, and then we even uh, take the smushed up, smashed up um, lemon pulp, essentially, and it gets recycled uh, for like, I guess, bioenergy or something. So really nothing goes to waste on these. Oh, wow. um, At all, yeah.
0: So what do you think is your key to success? Is it simplicity as a business? Because how many years has this been now? I mean, again, going from the basement, and garage to now a production facility having your own lemon grove i mean not only doing lim- limoncello uh, but now you've got canned cocktails you've got baked goods you've got truffles you've got candy <laughs> i want to come work for you <laughs> yeah well hey fun. we have the,
1: the pistachio liqueur which is our favorite and it's one of our biggest new items to hit it's a it's a liqueur Ooh. made with real pistachio nuts that are in, in, infused in grain alcohol add a little bit of the cream a little bit of simple syrup really tasty i well, actually, here's a, uh, before I answer your question, here's a uh, bottle of it right here. A second. Um, so um, the answer is, what was the original question? What,
0: uh, was, what is your secret to success of
1: being oh, able to Jesus.
0: expand and not, you know, and, and keep that balance and, and not lose out on your flavors?
1: Um, well, I would say that, The secret to our success is we don't actually have one. Um, (laughs) Here's the pistachio liqueur. Oh, um, by the way. Yeah, very, very tasty. Um, I would say we don't have a secret to success outside of really of of working hard, being willing to take risks, um, realizing when we've made a mistake and, and, and getting on it right away to fix those. So, you know, starting off making one batch of Limoncello that took four months to sell. Um, same batch size that we produce three or four in a day, some days now. Um, You'll be you learned a lot all the way in between, you know, mm. um, and, and, you know, how to make more Limoncello, how to make it faster, how to make canned cocktails, how to can them with uh, with uh, uh, mobile canning lines, how to buy our own canning line, um, how to come up with other flavors, how to sell this stuff further from home, how to manage distributors, how to get more retailers and restaurants to want to pick it up. There's just cool. so many things. So I think that the constants of that secret to success really are not anything profound. It's simply, um, it's simply. sorry, I just, just had to put something to mute. So uh, it's simply um, uh, working hard, learning through observation. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, being committed to making a really good product. Um, mm-hmm. those, those would probably be like the principles that are helping us be successful. Um, They're definitely not any secrets.
0: Well, you're getting a lot of celebrity feedback too in the in the food world, like Giada and all kinds of people. I was looking at, you know, you're getting a lot of positive press. And that doesn't come if you're not doing the right thing in those flavors. Oh, that's you. yeah. And that that's, that was the first thing to me. I was like, okay, let's try this. But I really again was like, okay, is it gonna be one of those drinks that, you know, we're gonna I remember once when we were in Arizona and we we were actually based out of there when we were in one place. And we were somewhere and they had prickly pear margaritas. And i went, like, oh, that's fantastic. Because prickly pears are a fruit. You can cook with them and, you know, do yep. all the, make jams, of all of that. And it was this pink, fake syrup. And I, I was just like, you're, you're charging me 10 bucks for that? You're not even using the prickly pear. What a scam. Because that, that went against the yeah. state of Arizona to me. It made me mad.
1: <laughs> well, that's how, you know, as a producer, see, that's, the, that's a tough one, like, prickly pears i'm fond of because my grandfather used to eat them in Calabria, italy and, oh. and um, that's they, they they're very delicious they're very refreshing on a hot day um not surprised arizona has a lot of them in southern italy they grow very wildly but they don't necessarily when you congregate them have an overwhelming amount of flavor and so mm. what happens when people have these ideas like prickly pear sounds like a great idea and i bet you you can make a really kick butt um small batch version of it at home but when you go to make a lot of it you realize that maybe you need a bazillion prickly pears or you just don't get that flavor you thought the consumer was going to get and they probably added um fake flavoring if i had to guess once again to whatever you're talking about and it just ruins the whole concept um Mm -hmm. these 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 quote-unquote natural flavors i'm just really really against them um and 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 you know, we only have one item out of our entire mix. We have a blueberry flavor that has real name blueberries in it. And it also has some natural blueberry flavor because we just just couldn't get, that's another example, like crush up a bunch of blueberries, drink them. They taste more like water than they do like blueberries. Getting that blueberry flavor can be challenging sometimes that you might get from a blueberry pie when you add a lot of sugar to a bunch of blueberries and bacon, et cetera. So So really, with that one exception out of like the seven or eight items we have, we just don't use any natural flavors at Fabrizio. Our pistachios, Mm. our pistachio liqueur I just showed you is flavored by real pistachios, period. Nothing else.
0: Nice. Now, I think you should try the prickly pear and lemon together. I'm just saying that might really, you could help the prickly pear industry by putting lemon with it. It would be cool. But, you know, that's, that's the thing I was saying about, you know, the secret to success, because Getting in the food world and manufacturing, going from small to growth is is probably, the wineries deal with that issue all the time of how far can you go. And you've managed to create baked goods, all these different things. But really expanding is a difficult thing in any business to, you know, you have that weird balance. Plus you're dealing with alcohol. That's not easy either. You've got red tape. That would make me drink all your cocktails. Oh, you you said it.
1: Um, I mean... And uh, so I had to move away because that compressor I told you about, they were evidently working on it. And so they were making a ton of noise over there. But, um, oh, yeah, I mean, so the, the, the liquor industry is regulated at the federal and the state level. Um, you want to sell your products in any state, you need to register with that state. Um, the feds are involved in, 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 in all aspects of it. And so there's that extra red tape. And then um, it's also not very easy to get distribution in mm-hmm. the spirits industry. Um, and these are all reasons why, even though we've been doing this for 13 years, the first four years, five years, I had other full-time, I had other jobs too. Mm-hmm. You know, this didn't just like, um, it took a while to be had a crawl before we walked, walked before we ran. We're finally running now. You know, we finally awesome. uh, have a lot going on and exciting things happening, but it took it took over a decade for this to happen. Um, in this industry, the spirits industry, um, really, the only way you can um, sidetrack all that and do a shortcut, if you will, is is really one of two ways. You have to have either a really amazing product that is so unconventional it takes the world by storm, and that doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. But some examples of that would be like you know the screwball peanut butter whiskey um, or rum chata. Um, those are a couple that really come to my mind or you need to have really deep resources um, and, and um, be able to, you know, you have to either be um, a large existing supplier or you have to have super deep pockets and willing to, um, you know, buy those contacts and buy those relationships. So um, you either, you know, so there is a way for somebody to come in and and go from zero to a hundred overnight. But you really need to have a product and a route to market for it. That's so compelling that people are like, I need this right away and they mm. don't want to wait. And that does happen once in a while, but it doesn't happen all the, most of the time it does. not Most of the time you need to earn um, the the business one at a time. So in our case, one restaurant at a time, converting them to our Limoncello from another, um, getting a distributor, and then making that distributor know they made a good decision to pick you up. Um, wow. And these things take years, uh, individual examples of these statements take years to play out, not, not days or months. So you have to yeah. really love it, which we do, um and so that ultimately is what sustains us too.
0: It, it's wild too, because you have to have drive and patience at the same time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. you know, it's exactly. like it,
0: that's that in between. I know, and in being independent is cool as well. And I and I bring all this up because of the value of what you're tasting from your products. There's right. a value, and it's just like wine. You know, everybody argues about how wine is priced out, and I'm going if it's a small lot winery. They need to do what they need to do. And you know, it could be just the husband and wife making it. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's it's a value to it. Um, people can get this online from your website and the baked goods, or they can get I I saw that there's a so store yeah, near us here in parents, Iowa today where I can yes, get it. For
1: our, for our canned cocktails and our limoncello, our pistachio liqueur, our blood orange liqueur, Italian lemonade, our vodka sodas, all of the real uh, ingredients. It's best if you live in one of the 22 states we're available in, go to our website, put in your zip code, see if there's a local, even if it is a, a national chain or if it's a local retailer, um, a mom and pop, that's always the best place, not only to support your local community, but also um, it, it actually is going to get you the best price. Um, right. because, uh, but if you, you can buy Fabrizia Spirits, online at a a website that looks like ours but it's really not ours it's really this uh liquor store that sells and the prices are higher um in the lead it can take like a week anyways to get it so that's your your uh, best option if there's not a liquor store near you which you can find at findfabrizia.com um or fabriziasphere.com now the bakery the fabrizia lemon baking company whole different ball of wax that one is a direct to consumer business. So everything we produce over here in the bakery that I just sort of walked, through, didn't really get into the place. I didn't have a hairnet on or anything like that, but, but all of our Limoncello cookies and all the items that come there, we send gift boxes. They all ship from here via, via either FedEx, day, or um, USPS priority. Um, you get to actually pick at checkout what one you prefer. And um, you know those are available in all states, ready to ship. Awesome. They ship usually business
0: day. Now,
1: have That's any the, of
0: your products okay. gone to Italy? Have any of them gone to Italy, where your your lemon grove is?
1: No, no, no. So the grove, we're actually trying to get the webcam live. We have a call on Thursday with the Italians. but taking like a few months longer than we planned. Um, but that is um, that is a uh, on the list of things we'd like to do for accomplishments. I don't know what it will mean for any commercial success, but. but um, we'd love to see this go full circle and export Fabrizia from New England back to Italy, where the lemons we source come from. The um, mm-hmm. is a little competitive in Italy, as you might expect. It's the number two liqueur in the country after Campari and Aperol, mm-hmm. um, or maybe, so maybe it's number three even. Um, but but um, uh, And there's a lot of regional producers, but I think that if we eventually one day could Get it into a duty-free or into a few places. That would be a major accomplishment. Um, just, cool. just to sure that, yeah.
0: That would be cool. I, you know, it'd be cool to have it in airports too. You know, airport yeah, bars. that
1: would cool. probably be like the real goal because you know, um, liquor distribution is very different in Italy. Um, um, it, it essentially ships like a like a. It, it could be shipping next to hot dog buns. Um, or or anything else um, with every, like there's no there's no like uh, specific liquor distributors you know like and, okay. and and so and also there's a lot of regional producers um so and there's a lot of good options for limoncello so yeah this, the airport would be where it ended up but listen this is once again just having fun here at this point um, yeah
0: that'd
1: be but cool but if anybody listens in the northeast that's where you're gonna find. The most locations, Florida is a new market. Mm-hmm. we picked off in California and Nevada. Um, so you can find our Limoncello and Pistachio at about 24 total wines across California. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, the cans are available at about 50 Whole Foods across California. That's brand new for us. Um, and then on the East Coast, even better distribution. That's and awesome. Actually, actually, in Illinois, um, Whole Foods carries us in about 20 of their stores. So slowly but surely, we're picking away at it.
0: American domination and then on to Italy. So did the pandemic affect you guys with your grove being in Italy?
1: Um, no, so what, uh, well, yes. Okay, so so at that point we had not established the actual Fabrizia lemon grove. Okay. Um, and um, But it did disrupt, we, we buy all of our lemons from one family and that's actually okay. where we have a portion of land um, that is dedicated to us now. At the time in 2020, we just bought our lemons from them. They have about a thousand acres of lemon groves. We wow. were only able to bring in one container that year um, because we we essentially just had to cancel the rest of the orders because we didn't know what the rest of the year looked like, and we were making so much hand sanitizer. Um,
0: oh, that's what to okay.
1: hold ourselves over.
0: Oh wow, but you know we needed we needed the cocktails too. You know sanitizer in one hand, cocktails in the other to get yeah, through the well, pandemic.
1: Sanitizer was essentially only for people's peace of mind. and We, we donated like $50,000 worth of it, so we certainly were able to give people that That's peace nice. of mind. Um, but, and the world didn't end, and people drank more than they ever did that year I and then the following. So, Isn't that so, wild? Yeah. Uh, so like you said, we are at the right place at the right time. And um,
0: Good. the
1: uh, it was a pretty crazy ride, and uh, on that, on both those fronts. Um, I, and we're glad though the, the world is coming back to normal now. Um, yeah, I think and, it's
0: exciting because of summer. You know, we're looking at parties again. I mean, Memorial Day is when I was saying that weekend. We, you know, we were like, okay, let's try this. So let's try this one, and then we're like, we need to go to work. We can't. We're having yeah, too yeah, much
1: fun. <laughs> I know. I know. Back but, to reality.
0: I know, but I think, you know, everyone's going to festivals again, concerts and. Oh yeah.
1: hundred percent back open. You know, um, I think it'd be and, great
0: to see you in like all the ballparks and stuff like that. All the stadiums.
1: Yeah. That's that, that, that yes. Yeah. We'd love to. Um, and we're working on that. It um, can be tough because a lot of times there's sponsorships that need to be involved to get into some of those stadiums. So that's why mm-hmm. a lot of times, but, but we have had some successes and, um, you know, actually right here at home and I live in Massachusetts uh, nice. and uh, uh, the Gillette Stadium carries our Italian lemonade. So thanks to Bob Kraft and the Patriots. Um, but um, cool. yeah, that would be exciting, too. Awesome. But, hey, I just to say Thank you so much to you and all your yeah. listeners for having me on today. It's been a real yeah. pleasure. This is
0: exciting. You. And listen, best wishes moving forward. It's just so exciting to see a company grow and do it in the right way. And it's, it sounds like you guys are having so much fun and we can taste it. So I'm going to give out your website to everyone again. So uh, you got to go to FabriziaSpirits.com. Fabrizia, okay, you also could go to their bakery. Uh, so go to FabriziaLemonBakingCompany.com. What does Fabrizia mean? Since I'm in Fab- Italian Fabrizia, class.
1: it's a female name. It's an Italian female name. That means one that works with their hands. And it also happens to be a small hilltop town not even an hour from where our family's from in in, in, sub, in Calabria. So it just sort of seemed to, hey, look, we do it all by hand. Um, it's, either, it's a town not far from where we're from. And it's, it felt right. And we like the name. And that's what it means. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Thank you right, well, so here, much. Right, listen, When you're done drinking those, I know you're a traveling radio woman. When you're <laughs> done drinking that delicious product behind you, you let us know where you are. In the country, we'll send you some, we'll restock you, okay?
0: Oh, we want that. And we want to try the blueberry, too. We haven't had that yet.
1: I'm going to make sure Deborah Lee knows. And uh, once again, I'm uh, going to go back to some headache, I'm sure. But before I do, I just want to say thanks again for having me on. It was great talking to everybody.
0: Thanks so much, Phil. Everybody, again, keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Thanks.